magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I am Tess Whitehurst, a spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Welcome, everyone. everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like... Well, I feel like the Mercury retrograde has gotten to us a little bit in the energy wise. Yeah, yeah, you can feel, you that. feel that. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's not like, like last yeah. week. No, last yeah. week was more like confusing. <laughs> like we were in a cave. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, Brett said when he started to, um, pre- you know, re- edit it, he was like, "Oh no!" He thought everybody's mics were off, Why? and then. Oh, because, because he, the sound he was hear weird. It well, yeah, the sound was weird, and then he realized that like something about his own headphones weren't working. Right? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, and then it all was fine. Yeah, this now it's like it's real Cancer and Mercury retrograde vibes. Yeah, it's right? been. I I have been enjoying this Mercury retrograde, even though there have been totally have been Mercury retrograde issues. It's still been just, like oh, good, like the the rewriting revisiting you know i just oh the rewriting and revisiting yeah like being like oh here's an issue with my website oh good we're figuring it out we're fixing it like that kind of energy of mercury Mm -hmm. retrograde well i'm not going to go into detail but as you know i had a real miscommunication (laughs) yeah that was not oh good it was like what the fuck right and then it was like thank god that wasn't true yeah or real or whatever that communication was messed up but um yeah so i've been uh, i have been working on my inner child healing class which i've been doing a lot of re-editing revising you know like moving around which had that part has been fun but also i haven't had time to work on my action my book oh yeah which is a good time to re which i'm supposed to be editing it right oh now. right but I can only focus on one big project at a time. I don't know how people, like, juggle. Well, and you've been having that impulse to clear clutter, which I often do when I'm finishing up a book project because I think it is, like, nesting sort of. Like, you're creating this space. Like, okay, uh, we're going to yeah. wrap it up, but first I need more clarity in my environment. So yes. it's kind of like I think maybe that's a part of your rewriting process. Well, I think that's probably more towards the class because my focus has really been on that and I have kept needing space for, you know, to shuffle things around. But yeah, that gives me more validation that like I was telling Tess before that it feels like a distraction. Like I can't possibly have an enormous urge to like take everything off of this cabinet and dust and, you know, throw everything away. You know, I'm not a duster, but I tell you, I've really wanted to dust. <laughs> You're like, who am I? Yeah, and how do I even do it? I, like the word wet rag came into my head. Oh, I think that sounds familiar. And my mother would say, get a wet rag. Is that how you dust? Um, yeah, I use mm. uh, like a duster, like a microfiber duster, but then oh, I also do, but... use a warm wet rag, but oh, just very okay. lightly wet, not mm-hmm. almost not wet no, at yeah. all. Which is oh. a little spray of um, water with vinegar in it, oh, which okay. I, I, which I hear you are not supposed to use on granite, and I do know mm. you are not supposed to use on unfinished surfaces. So, mm. just okay. as a caveat, if anybody wants to take my 
system. Mm-hmm. Well, because to me, dust thingies, what'd you call it? A dust. Like a microfiber duster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just moves the dust all around. Oh. And then what do you do with the dust? Well, what? not the microfiber ones. If you get the right uh, one, it traps it. It's such a great feeling. But then how do you how do you clean that? You wash it in the, oh, you in have the to washing take it machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great system. Okay. Well, good to know. Um, so yeah, how was, do you remember the cards we picked? Oh, yes. Um, oh, I'm just turning down my volume here. I think I might be a little loud. Oh, okay. You don't sound too loud. No, but with the recording software on the computer. I see. Um, yes, I think so. I, I okay. know I got Master the Dance from uh, the Cosmic Dancer Oracle, my new Oracle deck. And you, I believe, got two of thoughts. Does that sound right? Oh, right. Like making a decision. Oh, yeah. I remember now. Yeah. Okay. It was like the two of swords in a regular tarot deck. Yes. In terms of like making a dis- – or trusting your intuition because it was um, upside down. Reverse. Oh, <laughs> right. Like getting clarity and yes. yeah, yeah, trusting your yeah. intuition. And then Master the Dance was about gaining mastery in one life area or in all of – in just in life in general. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Again, <laughs> to bring this up for the 12th time, but working on that class, I it's actually been so, um, I, this is going to sound like I'm patting myself on the back, but it's like, it's been really inspiring for me to revisit it on a deep level. Like, you know how when you're teaching something, it's like you really get in there with it and yeah. like, you know, start from the beginning and like, so boy, my inner child, like, Needed a lot of extra support, oh. just even, you know, um, for lots of reasons this week. And and having this, um, doing this class, I think if I hadn't been doing it, I would have been a little more lost, you know, like I would, because it wouldn't have been so much in my bones as it is right now. Um, but like just reconnecting to my adult and being like, okay, yeah, this is okay. You're this, you're having these um, you know, fears and I'm here. You know, the really great thing I have to say about consistently doing that work, I wonder if you feel this way, is like when I started doing inner child healing, like my inner child did not trust me at all oh, because yeah, I no. had abandoned her. Yeah. So you have to regain that trust. So yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. And now she does. So it's like, oh my God, this is great. Oh. Like I do have now such a better sense of like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to like turn on myself. That's what, there was a lot of fear because I was attacked a lot as a child um, emotionally. And so there's a lot of fear, like PTSD, you know, but because I haven't been doing that for so long, it's like there's more of a trust now within myself. Oh, that's so good. So even when that stuff comes up, it's like, I can talk to her and it's like, oh, okay, it's fine. Whereas before it was like, you don't pay any attention to me. So why am I going to listen to you? You always turn on me. Fuck you. Right. She actually didn't swear. I'm more the adults the swear. But yeah. Anyway, (laughs) that's what it's, it's been a lot this week. Yeah. But it's good. It's, it's good. Good. What about you? Did we already Um, say that? I have been feeling definitely deeper clarity and a lot of stillness and serenity and openness, like mm-hmm. space around things. I feel like, um, like, did you listen to Molly McCord? She's an astrologer that we like, if you guys don't know. Um, 
recently the Pluto yeah. in Capricorn. Yeah, Pluto yeah. Jupiter conjunct. No, or, yeah. she did one that was oh, Pluto, Pluto in Capricorn. And Capricorn. Even though it's yeah. like in Capricorn, I think like 2008 to 2024, 2023 yeah. or something. But um, it she was talking about how there is this deep cleansing that has been happening, like right yes. specifically lately. Yeah. And she talked even about like she was like, I see it as tar, and I was like, mm-hmm. I had that when I was doing, I was taking a cleansing bath, and I was like really moving through like the just the initial feelings of when I was looking deeply at racism because Pluto and Capricorn you know it's like transformation with our relationship with authority yeah Yeah. and she was like including race including slavery including our relationship with racism now and when I was doing that I was like in in the bath I was connecting with um, ancestral stories around racism which include slavery in my case and I did like tap into this tar. It was like this energy, this tar like energy that I was pulling out. It was like the, I was like connecting with it, like bicycle chains, like that when they're Mm -hmm. all stuck with like black Mm -hmm. gook. And I was just like, like pulling that out of my ancestral energy. And then when she was like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm seeing it like tar that is just like coming out. It's like gone. It's cleansing out of our culture right now and bringing us all so much more clarity about this in general. So I feel like they're like, and that's the whole like restructuring with relationships, like that deep crying that I did on um, solstice, like it's personal relationships. It's also societal relationships with other people and with authority and each other and um so this week I have been feeling like oh like just this like lightness energetically even though I know in the physical world there's still a lot of stuff happening and things unfolding um it's still just like in my world in my energy I've just things have been feeling like bright and sparkly yeah Mm -hmm. that happens a lot when I do healings I see energy is tar when it's interesting gunky like not always sometimes it's other things but yeah it's like we need to get out the gunk yeah and it's interesting how like stuff happens energetically and with consciousness like the work that we do that light workers do that magical people do with the evolving Mm. human consciousness and then it's interesting when it gets like to a point where it's like, oh, now this is ready to go. Now, now we can like perceive yes. this and help cleanse it and release <clears throat> it. It's so, it's really, it's really great. I mean, I know it's hard for, for it's hard when it's happening, but then it's, it's, it's the recording okay? It's working. It's just acting different okay. than normal. Like oh, it's not okay. moving itself. I have to move it to make sure. It's okay. oh. Sorry. It's Are we sure it's okay? okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, as sure as I can be. Okay. <laughs> well, let's hope we're recording. It's <laughs> all we can do. Um, I forgot what I was saying, but do you remember? Oh, just the clear. Oh, I was going to ask you if you've been still doing the Merkaba meditation. Oh, no, because um, I started doing more of the meditations from the female archangels. Oh, okay. And, but I do, I would like to be, go back to the Merkaba because I feel like that did create space. It kind of like it, when I feel drawn to do that, I think there's some big transformation happening energetically for me. Yeah. Um, have you been doing it? Yes. It's so great. I it's know. Just like a it little, really is. The only thing is I used to meditate in front of my red light, and mm. now I can't do that with the Merkaba, but it's okay. Why it's, can't you? It's like, uh, just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I guess I could. It just doesn't. It is, yeah. 
I guess I could. I, it's just I usually do it in bed. And I don't like to, like, first thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not so important. So, oh, what are we, are we going to talk about my class real quick? Yes. Okay. So this is our, one of our advertisers for this week is my inner child healing class. But actually, what I'm mostly going to go into is the webinar. It's a free webinar that's going to launch the class. So, um, at the end, I'm going to talk about it, and then there'll be a week where it's open. But um, the webinar is about updating parent contracts. So in the webinar, I'm going to talk about the important what an energy contract is, um, why it's important, the value of updating your contracts. Um, just going to go into detail with that and why um, and how, especially clearing out. Or and updating your parent contracts, it helps you be a better parent to yourself, which is ultimately what we really, our biggest goal, I think. Um, and what, oh, and then at the end, I'll lead everybody in um, this meditation where we, I lead them to update their parent contracts. So that will be on July 15th. So if you sign up for my newsletter now, um, I'll send out um, a newsletter about um, how to sign up for it really soon. And yeah, and that's it. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. It's such powerful work. I'm really, really excited about sharing it. Yeah, I will say just um, from the podcast from and from you reminding me to do inner child work, <laughs> it's been so great. I feel like my yeah. relationship with my inner child has been evolving in positive ways lately. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it really helps you access like your intuition. and just Access your intuition. For, yeah. for me lately, it's been... Like having just a relationship with myself that is more comfortable, like yes. more forgiving. And I have this, my inner child now, I have this relationship with her that I've never had where she's mm. like, she's just, it's <laughs> like her uniqueness and her like childlike spirit is yes. is celebrated. Aww, and so then I feel different so in life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because it's really the wounded inner child that we're trying to heal. And then, you know, not that there's always stuff that will come up, but as you love yourself more, love her more, um, then then it gets um, just easier to to move through it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that aspect of the spiritual path that it's giving yourself a happy childhood as an adult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then you can. That's what I was gonna say. Is you can start to enjoy your relationship with your inner child, where it's like, oh, we're having fun now. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you can celebrate yourself, and it's not just about um, all the old wounds because you're bringing that into the present time. So now they're in the present time with you, having fun instead of, you know, stuck in various places in the past. Not again. Not to say stuff doesn't come up because it always does. Yeah, that's the life of a person on this <laughs> earth um all right so should we go to questionis yes okay so um i'm gonna go to actually our magic monday podcast listener page because that's where um a couple of the questions were so one of them was um let's see um 
think it says, yeah. Amy says that she has recent, she has realized recently that she holds her breath unconsciously during the day a lot. I'm going to switch back to her point of view. Well, it could be anxiety. <laughs> it is not. I don't know why I changed that. It is not my <laughs> usual physical reaction. I would like to explore this more and open to suggestions on what to do. Um, so do you want to start or do you want me to start? Oh, I can start. Okay. Well, um, it is a cool project to undertake to just start to remind yourself to notice your breath whenever throughout the day whenever you think of it so you can do this you could start out by doing it in meditation like today I decided to set the timer for five minutes and just notice my breath for five minutes and to bring my mind back to the breath every time it wandered and so that could be a good way to start it out every day and then I like I've had such great experiences with this when I'm like today I'm gonna just keep remembering my breath so like when you're driving when you're cleaning when you're watching tv when you're reading um anything any moment you can just stop and go oh yeah in breath out breath and then have patience with yourself when you forget Mm -hmm. um but as many times as you can remember it's profound and have beginning to have a relationship with the breath with noticing it on a regular basis is it it changes everything it connects you to your body it helps your body to naturally heal it brings energy throughout the entire body it's just it's so so valuable it moves emotion that has been stuck mm-hmm. well that's what I was going to say is that when you're holding your breath you're holding your feelings so it may have been um it sounds like it's a habit that Um, maybe you're just now noticing um, in terms of holding your feelings, holding, you know, letting it go, letting yourself feel, letting yourself expand. Um, A long time ago, I went to this um, practitioner, I think I've talked about here once, I think it's called the Green, shoot, I think Greenberg Method, I don't know, I don't know, that's not correct, there's hardly any practitioners here. Um, I'll try to look up and see what it's actually called. But I remember she, um, it's a really cool um, practice where they work with the body. Um, it's almost like rolfing, um, where you're working, like they put their hands on your feet and then they can feel what is coming up for you. Oh. And then she was saying, you hold a lot of tension in your stomach, like your stomach is in a knot. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do that. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'll pay attention. And then I noticed my stomach was always in a knot. Oh. I just was so used to it right. that I literally couldn't even tell I was doing it. It's oh. like, that's just my stomach. I don't know what you're talking that's about. That's so helpful. That's such an illustration of how energy work helps because it's yes. someone else who can kind of be like, oh, this is it. You, you're, you're not seeing I'm this because it's this. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so cool. It was really cool because she put her hands on my feet and she's like, safety, your primary issue is safety. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> oh. I didn't even realize at a time because I, you know, grew up in a, as I talked about before, a very unsafe house where I was, I never knew when I was going to be attacked or, you know, not attacked. I was going to say nurtured, but that doesn't really happen. Oh, right. It was much. <laughs> it was either neutral or, oh. I mean, there was some early on. But anyway, um, so my point just is um, you may now be noticing it and you've always been holding your breath 
And so now, like you said, it's great practice to bring attention to, especially if you notice where you're holding it would be good. Like, oh, where am I holding tension right now? Maybe it's like keep an eye on your stomach. That's where a lot of people hold it is in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. And without judgment, like I uh, really like this author, David Data. Do you like David Data? Do you know who he is? No. Oh, I wonder if you would like him. Some people do not like him. Mm. Um, but I love him. Is he uh, an asshole? <laughs> well, you, some people may think so. He well, oh. the, the, I think the reason some people don't like him is because he talks about uh, masculinity and femininity. He wrote a book called The Way. His most popular book is The Way of the Superior Man. But oh, he also <laughs> he I writes can't imagine books for why women. Anyone doesn't like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he wrote a book for women called Dear Lover, and I love it so oh. much. But oh. he um, – so I think some people are offended by his um, – Because he, he – it, it, I really connect with it. Marianne Williamson loves him, but oh. um, like she's endorsed <laughs> Dear Lover. But it's just like some people, he rubs them the wrong way because of like he – there's they, they hear it as generalizations. Anyway, I love him, but he wrote in one of his books to notice your breath. But if it's if your breathing is shallow, just notice it's shallow, and then right. it naturally begins to deepen. And that was such a huge deal for me um, to recognize yeah. that because I think it was for me um, like this is you know an ongoing pattern for me that I am constantly healing is um, that Perfection. when I what's that. Perfection. Yeah, that it's like yeah. I hear something like, oh, notice your breath. Then I would be like, oh, my, I'm noticing it and it's wrong. You know, it's yeah. too shallow or I'm holding it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Where instead of that, it's just like, no, if it's shallow, if you're holding your breath, just, oh, I'm holding my breath. And then it's interesting because when you do that, your breathing does naturally deepen. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing with the Sedona method with feelings. Like, can if as soon as you notice, like, um, welcoming the feeling, it relaxes. Yeah. Like not judging it or, you know, if you're anxious, can I welcome this anxiety? Can I let it just be here? And then it shifts as yeah. opposed to, because a lot, you know, we hold on to things that we don't want to feel. This comes back to that question about the, you know, it, the same question it relates. Like, you know, yeah. So, but when you notice it, then it then it relaxes, it releases, and it can move. Yeah, it's interesting too because there's um there are some meditations uh, by Esther and Jerry Hicks into the vortex, getting into the vortex. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have I mentioned them before on here? I um, don't know, actually. Well, they're fun. I haven't done them for a while, but she yeah. guides you through. She's like, breathe in, breathe out, and the in breath is like three counts and the out breath is five counts. And when I first started doing those meditations, which was probably like five or six years ago, I remember I was like, every time I do these, I feel like crying and Mm. I don't know why. And then it was like, now I understand it was because the breathing was getting some stuck sadness moving. Yeah. The sadness was being held tightly on there. Yeah. You know, another one of those breath things that I love, (laughs) breath things. A.K. meditation um, <laughs> that I love. Or is it, have I talked about this last week where I was just listening to a, um, I never say his name right, Tiknakhan? Oh, Tiknakhan. Yeah. Um, he has this um, technique of 
Breathing in, I'm aware of my body. Breathing out, I smile at my body. I smile to my body. I know. I love that. Love that. And you can do it with each part of your body. Breathing in, I... I'm aware of my foot. Breathing out, I smile at my foot. And if you yeah. listen to his voice, too, there's something really great uh, about it. I don't have know you, if I have his Oh, you voice. didn't listen I to his a, voice? Well, I have an audible version, but I don't know if it's him. Oh, is it like um, a really unique Vietnamese, like no, kind of high for a masculine voice? It's oh, no. Breathing Cute. out, I smile to my foot. It's so, oh. so calming to hear his voice. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I hope that didn't sound patronizing. That's cute. Um, all right. That's how I responded to his voice. Okay. Um, let's go on to the other question, which um, is your um, expertise. Someone asked on the listener page that they noticed as they were decluttering, they asked if it stirs up old energy. Yes. That hasn't been processed. So, yeah, let's just. Yeah, which is so similar to the breath thing that we were talking about. That's true. Yeah, before I talk about clutter, I do. That reminds me of a Kundalini breath workshop I took one time where, I mean, I really think the workshop was just like breathing deeply. (laughs) I think that was Uh all we did though for like 45 minutes was like breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And, um, and I, it, my cat Acorn had died maybe like a couple Aww. months before it. And I just like cried and cried and cried and cried. Like the breath just – and it like tapped me into the sweetness of of the the feeling. Like the de- depth of the love and how I was just like, I just miss her. And it was so cleansing. It's interesting mm-hmm. how breath gets that, yeah. that cleansing, that emotional cleansing going. But similar with uh, clutter clearing, yeah, it's like it's stuck energy. Everything is energy and everything is connected. So uh, whether you're breathing more deeply and consciously than normal or whether you're looking through a closet you haven't looked through for a while and getting rid of stuff you don't love or use or need, it's like you're getting stuck energy moving. So um, if you feel like, did she say she felt anxious? She said she felt both panicky and... Um, she felt sad and panic attacks. Yeah. 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 So having compassion for that, it can also be, I would think that, um, it sounds like maybe it was a big clutter clearing that she hadn't done for a while. It was, so it like really got some stuff moving, but then in the future, you know, if the clutter clearing can be more regular, it might not be as violent or deep Mm -hmm. of a challenge. But Mm -hmm. when that happens, as much as you can, bring consciousness to the breath, drink lots of water, you could take a sea salt bath, you could burn sage, um, you could just, you know, as much as you possibly can acknowledge what's happening, that this, mm-hmm. the, oh, and music, that's what I told her on the Facebook page too, that's mm-hmm. so helpful for getting energy moving, and I always counsel when you're because clutter clearing is a good time to play music like that can mm-hmm. maybe help to mm-hmm. not have it be such a kind of a painful heavy or, thing yeah while yeah. you're doing it cleaning or cl- clutter clearing play music mm-hmm. and I always recommend when you're wanting to consciously move energy to choose music that 
resonates with the mood you're in now. So mm -hmm. don't try to counteract it. Don't be like, oh, I'm feeling kind of down, so I'm going to play happy music. Be like, I'm feeling kind of down, so I'm going to play moody music or emotional music or even could be classical music or new age music, but something that resonates with you like, yeah, that's because that's what's going to, it's going to get into that frequency of that energy mm -hmm. and then start to move it. And then you can change it. Like maybe then you'll cry and then you'll feel like, oh, now I want to listen to something a little more uplifting. Or, yeah, mm -hmm. could be. Or maybe you want to listen to something angry. Maybe then you tap mm -hmm. into, oh, I have anger. And then mm -hmm. you want to listen to Rage Against the Machine. I or was something. just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. And I just will add, I always say the. WD-40 of energy healing is bringing in gold light after. Mm -hmm. um, and also, of course, I think you mentioned this too, it's just having a lot of self-compassion for yourself. The less we can, um, I mean, this is a hard one, but the less we can be like, why do I feel this? Oh, yeah. I shouldn't feel this, you know, or like, ugh. I, I mean, I spoke to someone the other day, a client who kept calling herself crazy or like, this is crazy or I'm sure this sounds crazy, but it's like, no, 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 nothing's right. crazy. Yeah. Like, no, just accepting all of it as part of the process. And the only thing, is, yeah, it's just the more you can do that, the less you can get stuck in it, you know, yeah. the more you have compassion for yourself, the less you'll merge with those feelings and and more you can just you know love yourself through them yeah and not fight them like if you're yeah. feeling anxious see if you can be like okay can I breathe in and out can I just like let this be feel, feel yeah. the feeling of this and know that it will pass you know I'm feeling this right now not gonna yeah. feel this forever yeah and it'll move it'll move through yeah. and it's good it's good it's it's happening it's just kind of another form of energy healing that maybe you just weren't expecting yeah you know? like if you were like um I know that she has come to me before in session so like if if she were to cry in a session it wouldn't be like why are you crying right now this is weird right <laughs> you know it'd be like well because you're clearing out old stuff and yeah. you know you're releasing it yeah and it's the same with clutter yeah. Yeah. And also anxiety calling. I like to call an archangel Michael and angels yeah, in general nice. with anxiety because yeah. then you're instead of being in the and, and oh or the violet flame, you know, send mm -hmm. energy into the violet fire and know that it's being transmuted because yeah. we can sometimes as metaphysicians, you know, get scared of fear. Because we're like, oh, no, now I'm afraid. So now this is bad energy. So now then it gets even worse. So it, you, what you can do is just be aware of that and then channel that, you know, that fear energy or the anxiety into, okay, I'm calling on angels. Angels, come and help me. And like envisioning the light or, oh, okay, I'm going to feel even more anxious and send it all into the violet fire because then the more I send into it, the more positivity will be you know, transmuted in the light. So having some dynamic for that, because I know that sometimes anxiety can feed on itself, especially when you start to criticize yeah. yourself as a magical or person or light worker. Yeah, the Archangel Michael I love because he's so protective. Yeah. It's just such a nice protective feeling. Yeah. And I will just, the last thing I'll say is like, the opposite of fear is love, you know? So the more you can have that love, 
um, and compassion. Sometimes it can feel a little like, I'm going to send it to the pilot flight, you know, like, and then it's like more from me. I'm just saying for me, but it can feel like, I got to get rid of this. I got to get oh, rid of yeah, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, into yeah. the violet flame, you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I know you weren't saying that, so I was just being clear. Like, But if you bring in Michael, it's like, okay, I have some protection now. And like, this is a moment of suffering. Maybe be kind to myself. Yeah. Open your heart chakra. Give yourself love. Like, okay, I'm scared right now. Can I be kind to myself? This yeah. Is fear. Yeah. And I feel like. And Michael- then you can send it to the flame. Oh, yeah. That's really good. And I feel like Michael and angels in general, they help me to shift into because I feel like anxiety sometimes it is that feeling of or it, it comes along with sometimes that feeling of like, oh, no, something's wrong. And, yeah. you know, it's I'm not supported. And but I feel like angelic energy, that's I like yes. to call on them because it reminds me like, no, I'm safe. Whatever yes. I need to know, I will know. You know, however I need to evolve, I will evolve. Like, it just changes the belief. Yeah, it's so much love. I think that's for me. It's like there's so much love. And also light is so healing. So when you call them in, it's like you get this... Even if you don't feel it consciously, they're giving you love and light. So it just instantly is like, okay, I'm part of this bigger universe. Yeah. My problem is just like a tiny... It's okay. Yes. I'm okay. Um, all right. Should we do the goddess provision? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so we love the goddess provisions, not just because we get a commission. From- <laughs> no, it's not the only reason. Oh it's one God, reason, I- but the main reason. reason is even yeah. just that we just love it. Uh, I mean, really, every time I get a notice, I'm getting one. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like I get so excited. It's so great. Yeah. And it yeah. just keeps on being great because you keep on having it. Like I, I there mean, that I there's like a Palo Santo bergamot frankincense uh, scent oil. Roll on. Yes. Yeah. That I forgot I had. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, this. I was so excited. I love it. Yeah, there's so many great things. I mean, it's like, yeah, so they give each month, excuse me, give like five to eight, I think, full-sized products. There's a crystal in there. Oh, yeah, there's always a crystal, and like there was an astrology planner last time. I mean, candles, stickers, but like there was like, uh, have I talked about this a million times, the... um, aromatherapy in the shape um aromatherapy diffuser that's in the shape of a moon that's also a nightlight oh that's amazing a light amazing. i mean it changes color i mean it's like big like the uh, i almost said the size of the moon that's not true it's not the size <laughs> that's of the moon. too big that would be hard to deliver <laughs> like what all that electricity lot <laughs> <laughs> no but it's like a dinner plates or I mean yeah anyway salad plate let's call it salad plates like <laughs> 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 we at some point need to like note our mercury retrograde shows uh, just notice <laughs> the difference in them anyway guys you get it so <laughs> every box they plant a tree it's vegan and cruelty free we love it it's amazing it's and if great. you go to our for just a heads up Someone had emailed me that they tried to order it from our website and their link was broken. It should be fixed at this point. Should be. By the yeah. time you're listening now. Um, so if you go to our website, you click the link on the side. It's a little banner. Goddess Provisions. And we appreciate it. 
And also, um, if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, boy, would we appreciate it. We really I mean, need them this yeah. week. I don't, no yeah. pressure, but yeah. we haven't had one for a while. It's, been <laughs> it's like kind a of solid important. Month. Yeah. Yeah. Important. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Hashtag no pressure. But we really would be grateful if you'd write us a review, just because yeah. Tess really loves it. Yeah. This and just also. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and also because um, it helps people find our podcast. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for the energy report. Okay. So what I'm going to say is there's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, wow. 2020, am I right? Uh, so, yeah. um, and I've been, oh, the energy report is the trend I've noticed in the week, not with myself and my clients. And um, also astrologically, I factor that in as well. And um, are we recording okay? Yeah, I'm just going to keep checking on it because it's Okay, just checking. Okay. Um, so, uh, what I actually have been noticing is relationship stuff has been coming up again for people, which... At first, it didn't make sense to me, but then I was reading that when Venus goes direct, I mean, it didn't make sense to me astrologically, not any other reason. Um, when Venus goes direct, sometimes it comes back up, too. Like, it's like, okay, you've learned a lot of shit about what you want in relationships, so now what are you going to do about it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so that is one aspect that I just want people to be aware of, that your relationship... Um, you know, old stuff may be coming up and old, even ancestral, your, but it's actually more focused on, I mean, not that it isn't always, but really a real focus on you and what is it that you're doing that, um, what old wound is coming up for you that you can heal that will help you to feel safer in relationship. All that said, the real thing that message I want to be clear about, which I did a um, Instagram IGTV about, but it's so I my guides are talking to me about how important it is, and I'm really feeling it is really valuing femininity, the power of femininity, mm-hmm. and how powerful it is to give yourself self compassion. I feel like I want to swear this whole episode. I don't know what's going on, but I'm just gonna do swear. it. Okay fucking self-compassion <laughs> um, but how powerful it is to heal yourself to to nurture yourself to be kind to yourself because again you know we're looking at this toxic masculinity how this has been prevalent for basically time on earth mm-hmm. and how we're trained even women you know all of us are trained to think like oh that's power you know like making a big stand or you know i don't know i mean there are there is some healthy masculinity like protests i feel like mm-hmm. are a, a expression of healthy masculinity you know an expression of our power but I the what I am seeing more and more is like those moments are important to shake things up now and then but what's happened is our society is like it's a big brush it's just like that's all how the only way we're valuing power really mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah and so femininity but there's so much power in being kind to ourselves and we write it off like oh uh, you know I can't 
uh, give myself self-compassion right now. Or like, that's not that powerful. Uh, something bigger should happen in order for me to heal myself. Mm-hmm. When actually self-compassion is like the hugest thing, Yeah, you know, that you could possibly do. Um, I mean, among or one of the huge, <laughs> I'm saying these more gentle, nurturing um, things that you're doing that feel gentle, that feel like, oh, it's not that powerful, are actually changing your whole entire fucking life. And the life for everybody, your ancestors. And I mean, you know, my mother, I wish she's coming up a lot today, I wonder what that's about. But like my mother never nurtured herself. And so what happened, she created a string of a lot of torment all over the place. And so, in, including in the ancestor, her ancestors and beyond. So that, you know, it's so powerful to take the reins and be like, no, actually, I'm going to do this thing that seems really quiet, but is actually going to change everything. Um, and I was just told about this book, The Heroine's Journey. Have you read this? Oh, is it by Carol something? Maybe that sounds right. Um, I I haven't read that, but I've read another book by her that I really liked. Okay. I can't remember her name. Carol something. Well, if it if it's uh, what I'm thinking of. Okay, I think it is. I think that's. I actually haven't started reading it yet, but my therapist actually told me about this. I had therapy this week, and she was saying like that it's heroic to break out of these dysfunctional, toxic family systems, because families are systems, just like governments are systems, you know, like, they're creating this environment. So when one person is like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right, this isn't right, that takes a lot of bravery. And it doesn't look showy. It looks like a quiet thing that's happening. Yeah, within. Yeah. But it's that's apparently what the heroine's journey is about. So I'm excited to read it. She told me to read it. Um, so we're all, probably everyone here listening to this are heroes and heroines, you yeah. know, who are realizing, waking up to their truth and knowing and calling it out, saying, no, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. And make it, so long story short, <laughs> my uh, quote unquote homework, homework for this week is to be kind to yourself and to really notice, to validate that as being a powerful act yeah you know to really give it the weight of oh i just took this moment to be kind to myself and if you're not be kind to yourself about that right (laughs) like oh i just you know it's like what we were talking about before with the breath like oh i just noticed this i'm not breathing okay that's okay yeah you know can i be kind to myself so repeating that self-compassion um phrase um this is a moment of suffering may i be kind to myself or whatever it is this moment anxiety and like i said really validate yourself um because you know what the other thing is we need this power we need this feminine power to light up across the world yeah and we're not going to get it to light up if people are just if we're dismissing it Mm -hmm. if we're saying i don't have time for that or or being like yeah i did that but okay you know that was I didn't do anything today or something. If you were kind to yourself today, you were productive. Yeah, for real. Like you're cha- you're changing things, right? Okay, that was the energy. I love that. <laughs> that in the Good Vibe Tribe web chat last Tuesday, I was talking about mindfulness, and mm. I was talking about Eckhart Tolle, like that power of now. You know, if you're kind of like. Um, 
because it, it came to mind because I was putting on my makeup and I was like, okay, putting on my makeup, putting on my makeup instead of like, oh yeah, no, this moment. And then like everything that how we can tend to do that, like right now today, I mean, we're in quarantine or, you know, I, whatever the story is, like, it's not, you know, I, hopefully in the future, there'll be a time when I can really feel like my life is how it's supposed Good. to, you know, whatever. Yes, and like, I'm okay. Yeah. Cause maybe I'm, then I'm married or I own a house or whatever the yes. story is instead of like this moment. And then I was like, and not only that, but if you do, because I think if you're not used to doing that, like an in-breath and an out-breath and coming in in the present moment, then part of the reason why I think sometimes people don't want to do that is because there's pain there, like yes. unfelt emotion. So I was like, so then, you know, if you notice that, then have compassion for yourself. And someone in the tribe commented, I love that because that's like masculine and feminine energy. And I love that idea with mindfulness of not just because I think like Eckhart Tolle or you know, um, the guy yeah. who wrote oh. the, the um, Untethered Soul, whatever his oh, name is. Yeah. It'll come to us. Richard but it, something. No, no. Richard. It, it'll come. It's, it's in my – anyway, that Steve? is very like – I think it's Michael. Michael Singer. Oh. Um, it's so masculine of coming to the present moment, coming to the present moment, and then mm. and just that. But then if you also bring in and – then have compassion for yourself in the present moment. It's both. It's like yeah. the structure and the sweetness together. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, all right. Okay. Are we ready for you? Yes. Are we are we ever ready for you? <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that as a compliment. Oh, I You're know. So powerful. Could oh, thank we, you. Could anyone be ready for this? Here we go. Okay, here we go. Now it's time for <laughs> practical magic. Okay, so we just had the Capricorn full moon yesterday, the day before this this uh, podcast oh, yes. is dropping. And a lunar eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so this week, not only that, but that's like a deep – the Capricorn is masculine. It is structure. It's our relationship to success, to our own authority, to being the authority in our own life. And now, you know, we've been going through so much, really, like astrologically oh, and societally. Yes. And and we are coming upon Chiron retrograde. Just to, that's Oof. the 11th. Um, in Aries, I think. Yeah, because Chiron's in Aries this whole year, I think, or for yeah. quite a period, a long period. So I'm that's our relationship. Like what? Sorry, I was just going to say I'm having my Chiron return and Mars return. They're both in Aries. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot going on. But so this week, our relationship, doing some cleansing with our relationship with prosperity and success. And I think it is, it, it, it's aligned with um, that authority, the Capricorn authority, but also like Natasha was talking about in the energy report letting that feminine energy be part of our power too, like healing that balance and bringing yes. compassion and love into our relationship with what we want to be an authority in, how we mm. want to live our mastery. So, mm. and how we want to receive. That's another yeah. thing with abundance is both giving and creating and putting things out there, but also receiving. Mm. 
That's so such a reminder. Yeah, it's a great reminder. Yeah, being open to receive magic in general, that masculine, feminine, the, the yeah. creating and having structure and, you know, putting stuff out there. And then the, also the receiving and the yeah. feeling compassion and love and enjoyment and creating beauty. Those are, they're like two sides of a battery. It's like you're really yeah. getting your battery, your um, magnetizing sure. and manifesting battery charged up. Um, yeah, yeah, because if you put something out that you want to create, if you don't open to receive, then you can, even if it's right there, you, you won't see it. Right. But then you also want to have structure to it, too. Yeah. You know, like I am showing up and I am creating this on a regular basis. Yeah. And maybe I don't feel like it every day, but I still want to honor that. But then I don't want to yeah. be harsh with myself either. You know, you want to <laughs> find that balance. Yeah. So, um, so this week... I think it would be cool to light a white candle every day of this mm-hmm. week as the moon wanes because mm-hmm. this is like clearing energy. So light a white candle and center yourself. You can call on the divine in a way that feels powerful for you and say something like, I willingly release, banish, cancel, clear, and delete any and all blocks to perfect abundance and success. And then what you can do is take a little pinch of salt, open your front door, and throw it out the front door. So throw (laughs) it out over the threshold just a little bit so you're not hurting plants or animals or anything. Just Mm -hmm. a tiny bit just as a symbol of cleansing and banishing and releasing and creating space at the front door, which is such a powerful spot. Are we going to throw candy and coins in this later? Later, later. not okay, during not the today. waning, because we're okay. right now we're okay. cleansing, we're opening okay. up and creating the space okay. <laughs> as the moon wanes that feminine energy, right? Creating the space for right. something to flow in. Right. So, okay. as you're doing this ritual daily, maybe for the next seven days, you could also just do it every day of the waning moon, so that'd be more like 14 days, um, mm-hmm. if you want. But while you're doing this, if you'd like, you could also clear clutter. You could also clean, you could clear digital clutter just to help kind of like that same momentum of creating space, of shedding what isn't working, of letting go of any blocks. This is also one of the things that we will be releasing is the belief that we don't deserve abundance. Yes, that's good. That we don't deserve to receive it for what we want to offer, you know, like in the way that we will most nourish us. Yeah. I was just going to say it kind of goes with the energy report in terms of validating ourselves for being, you know, so it's like, yeah, we deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. The more we validate ourselves, the more we feel we deserve. Yes. And I think that it also the bigger there's a bigger picture, which we talked to Britain about, I think, in January of that balancing of masculine and feminine the cancer and the capricorn wasn't it of creating like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a healthier relationship with masculine energy that's balanced with feminine energy yes which is happening right now this cancer capricorn Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally but it wasn't there like some bigger picture of that throughout the year i think it was like the north nodes or something well there's like a billion planets in capricorn oh right there still is 1.2 billion (laughs) just kidding (laughs) like four but that's a lot (laughs) um all right is that practical magic it is great i love it i may have to get a new white candle i have a lot of yellow and blue ones right now for some reason Mm -hmm. 
Um, real quick, what would you use yellow and blue candles for? Mm, yellow for clarity, for mental. It's like the and air element. Clarity. But okay. it's also aligned with um, the fool card in the tarot, like that um, mm. that aspect of the Kabbalah, the Aleph. It's like that mm. open, um, pure potentiality energy. Mm. Oh, and then blue is um it's a color of joy it's a color oh. of aligning with the water element it could be um dreams it could be intuition it could be speaking mm, your truth yeah, that makes sense yeah um all right shall we do our housekeeping yes okay great so you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com that's our website. You can ask us a question on there. Um, and you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast Listeners. You have to request that on Facebook and just regular Magic Monday Pod on Facebook, Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. And is that all the places? I think so. And then you can rate and review us as, as previously requested. Please, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> And you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. Like I said before, you can sign up for my newsletter um, to find out about the webinar. And also, um, you get a bunch of free meditations when you sign up. And you can schedule a session with me. Um, and what are, what else? I, oh, and Highest Light Healing on Instagram. Okay. Okay. Your so turn. You, you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. It's where you can find a bunch of free spells and rituals and guided meditations. And you can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. Great. All right. Let's pick our cards for the week. Okay. I'm using the Starseed Oracle again because I love it. And I'm assuming you're using my other favorite deck, the t new Tess Whitehurst deck. Well, actually, I'm using oh. um, Magic of Flowers Oracle, oh, my oh, first okay. deck. Well, I, that's a good one, too. Thank you. All right. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I drew Dahlia, which is Embrace the Shadow, which oh. is perfect for the, well, we're still in the Eclipse portal. So this comes out the day after the mm -hmm. Eclipse. But... The Eclipse portal is quite long, and it's been going on for some time now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Almost ridiculous. You are utterly empowered to change your circumstances for the better and to create the conditions you desire. Plus, you are hmm. totally lovable and completely deserving of all the best that life has to offer. With all of this in mind, there's nothing you need to hide, fear, or look away from. In fact, we have access to our greatest power when we fully feel our painful feelings, deal with our challenges, and shine light on our insecurities so that we can get unstuck and move forward in the direction of our dreams. Your spirit chose, your spirit self chose this incarnation in order to learn, grow, and evolve through dissolving some specific karmic challenges. This means that ferreting out the things that the things you fear or have previously seemed to avoid and then facing them will be like fulfilling a contract you made with yourself. As such, it will result in feelings of freedom and liberation and it will exponentially increase your confidence and general positivity. After all, life would be boring and stagnant if we had no fears to face, wounds to heal, or challenges to conquer. All right. 
Um, so I feel like this might be similar. Star and ancestors, hidden secrets, lost wisdom. Look a little deeper. Ooh. The ancients knew how much more knew much more than we do about our connection with the stars. Their pyramids, temples, and other places of worship created in precise alignment with the stars exist in all corners of the world. What if this ancient wisdom is available for you to uncover now? You're being called to think and listen with your ancient heart and soul, to tap into the part of you that remembers and knows. All ancient secrets are whispered forever in your ears. All mystic knowing blooms in your heart. All potent power, pump, all potent power pumps through your veins. You're being invited to step into your ancient knowingness, to be held by the rememberings of the star ancestors, to look a little deeper. If you're feeling stuck, you're being called to do something different to change your point of view. Creativity happens when we put together two things that don't belong, that don't belong. When we do the unexpected, uh, so often a creative solution is right in front of us, but because we think the same thoughts and act the same way, we miss what's in the open. You're here to remember and uncover ancient secrets and transmissions, technology and wisdom that are so needed on the planet right now to unlock your soul's memories of a time when we lived in harmony on earth and one day will again. <laughs> what what is the name of that one that card uh that card is called star ancestor oh okay the star yeah. seed oracle so we're looking deeply we're changing the way we do things getting unstuck yeah and healing deep things personal and ancestral yeah so when that's really part of why i was saying like Let's be kind to ourselves this week. It's mm -hmm. a, like I was saying, a lot of people are seeing old wounds. So let's be as kind as we can and know that's a powerful healing path. Yeah. To do that. All right. Well, have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Okay. Fucking self-compassion. <laughs>